dig. What's up? Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, my favorite is X Men: Days of Futures Past. X Men, man, that one started and it just created this huge franchise. Well, I guess at least my choice, and mine is by far the best one: X Men: Last Stand. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast. My name is Alex. Hey there, friends. Chris Fig here. Hey, it's Dave. What's up, everybody? It's the other Chris. How's it going? This is Steve. All right. As always, gentlemen, good to see your faces and happy new year, 2023. We're going to be starting it off hardcore. We're going to be talking about an amazing comic, amazing group of superheroes. You guessed it, the X-Men. Um, so much to talk about with the X-Men. We're not going to go in too much detail, but for all you people out there who don't know who the X-Men are, uh, it's a superhero team. It appeared in the comic books published by Marvel back in 1970 by Jack Kirby and editor Stan Lee. But it actually flopped, and it, due to low sales, it was canceled. And then 1975 came back into a new direction under Chris Claremont. So the Chris stepped it up. Whoa. So very Chris close Claire to Claire. Mont. Chris Claremont. Yeah. That is and, uh, crazy that it was canceled at one point, man. That's I can't think of the comic book world without the X-Men. Mm-hmm. My ancestors yeah, now, brought it to you. <laughs> it's, it's now one of the most recognizable and successful franchises in Marvel Comics. I mean, obviously, looking back at Marvel, the Marvel Universe what movies came out first really that were successful in the Marvel universe were the X-Men. I mean, I don't know if it was under Disney or or Marvel different different group altogether, but it was under Fox originally. Fox, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty cool. We all love the X-Men. We love it so much. Lightning on really quick, just gonna ask everybody, what's your favorite X-Men? I'm gonna or- go with uh Nightcrawler, man. Super dope, cool ass powers. And he could transform in between looking like a demon. And just that teleportation is like ultimate power that I would want. Okay. I got to throw it out there. Wolverine, dude. Somebody was going to, so I'll snatch it up now. Yeah. Good one, bub. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with a lesser known one, but Chamber. He's always been my favorite X-Men ever since the Generation X comics. Super dope powers. Got like a nuclear reactor for a chest and lower face, basically. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to choose someone else just for the sake of being different. Uh, mine is Nightcrawler as well. Oh, Ooh, I thought you were going to be a Wolverine man, dude. Shit. Kind of looking like him, Steve. That's why I thought Wolverine too. The coolest, uh, the coolest <laughs> character in the game is always the coolest in the movies. Definitely yeah. Nightcrawler. Yeah, for sure. Dude, um, yeah, fuck. I was going to pick Nightcrawler too, but I did have a second choice. Were you choice. seriously? Yeah. Damn. Nightcrawler is the know shit. We had so to, many... to teleport? I mean, come on. But We have so many Nightcrawler boys in the house. Close second, Magneto all the way. I mean, badass dude that could fuck up people. You could fuck you could fuck up me if I was Wolverine. And I mean, I mean ultimately, yeah, he really was like Wolverine's worst worst enemy. He could I mean, there was no stopping him for sure. I don't know if there was ever an instance where Magneto and any comic like ripped Wolverine apart, but uh, I'm sure with so many stories out there, 
I mean, I know in the the first movie when they're on the train, he essentially like is about to rip him apart. Obviously, Wolverine's made out of uh, adamantium. Is that how you pronounce it? Adamantium, I think. Adamantium, yeah. yeah. So he, I'm I'm sure it's happened, man. I'm sure it's happened. Adamantium skeleton, vibranium balls. <laughs> now I love how every like every superhero world has some like super strong metal. And it's like X-Men is adamantium. Avengers was um fuck, what's the shield made out of? Yeah, that vibranium, I vibranium. think. Vibranium. Yeah. And then what's the one uh in DC? Um there's a uh um, like um Amazonium. Is it yeah, that 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 Wonder Woman has? Okay. Yeah. So it's really cool. I guess they all have the same, but let's talk really quick, not too long, about kind of your favorite X-Men movie. I know that there's at least seven or eight or nine we could choose from, but I'm going to just throw it out there because it is the shit, but I'm going to go with the first X-Men movie. The first one that came out, I think 2002, but man, that was before really superhero movies were coming out. I mean, it was truly like one of those superhero superhero movies that came out that really kind of started it and ignited the fire for everybody. I know there's Superman and all these other Batman, but X-Men, man, that one started and it just created this huge franchise. I mean, you're talking about all those dudes, Hugh Jackman, huge role for him. Uh, I thought it was just amazing to kind of see that that intro to it they had uh, scott summers and and jean gray i mean she's arguably one of the best too and the actress that played her don't know her name but uh beautiful Femke uh, Jensen. yeah uh, yeah yeah her name is Femke jensen but yeah it just it's funny because i looked her up the other day because she kind of disappeared and uh i don't know if you'd say that now she's got a lot of work done and i oh. guess uh, oh what really so well oh no Damn. she's not really on uh, in movies anymore there's a like swollen face situation where they yeah dude i hate that because like you know they didn't plan to get plastic surgery to look like that but when they just look like their face is like swollen yeah it's just like dude that's oh, very fuck. that's very unfortunate because i feel like there was a long time period where she was around and it seemed like she looked the same so i thought you were gonna be like she <laughs> aged gracefully and looks yeah. beautiful but <laughs> she's just like out of the spotlight now or something yeah, she's <laughs> Anyways, oh, but that was a great X-Men for me. I'm sure you guys could all agree. Just yeah. amazing. Yeah, that first X-Men definitely, as you said, I mean, there was obviously Superman and Batman for DC, but there was a big lull of comic book movies, like good comic book movies until, yeah, that first X-Men movie came out and Spider-Man 2 as well. And as you mentioned, Hugh Jackman, just I would imagine that was his breakout role because I couldn't imagine Hugh Jackman not playing Wolverine. Um, my favorite is X-Men Days of Futures Past, just uh, bringing the the new class and the old class in together. And it's just the concept of them traveling through time. I thought was just really fascinating and just really well done. I mean, obviously, this was a few years after these first couple, the first trilogy came out. CGI and just graphics effects, all that was, you know, a little bit step ahead. You could say the original trilogy for X-Men kind of was a... Uh, subject of its you know time that it came out maybe the cgi isn't the the greatest so definitely the effects in this one was great and michael fassbender is just so good as young magneto and yeah so x-men days of future past is my fave yeah what a perfect magneto both both actors were, yeah. were just like you when you look back and think like i can't imagine anybody else playing those two and wolverine of course it's just 
It is yeah. funny to see the younger versions though, like uh McAvoy mm-hmm. and then uh Fassbender dude, and then see uh McKellen and fucking Stewart as the mm-hmm. older guys. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. it's like for for the timeline, we can all overlook it. I don't think it, it exactly lines up with their ages and how they look and stuff but i will admit like when the first movies were made and i feel like everybody probably had this uh thought as a child but patrick stewart was on star trek when we were kids and the x-men cartoon was on fox as well and i remember always thinking like damn he could play professor x and then when the movies came out obviously everyone was like yes this makes absolute perfect sense like Fig said, there was like that low coming out of like the early, like the Superman movies and then Batman movies of the 90s. Those were all very like cartoonish almost or very comic booky for like those eras, you know? And I feel like that's why it kind of died down for a while. And then when X-Men or when I'm, I'm sure there might have been some other films, but I know a lot of people credit the first movie with like really bringing the genre into the spotlight um i liked how they brought it in and it felt like a real real characters in a real world it didn't feel like uh you know so over the top fake it felt like real mutants like hiding in the world and they were just coming out so it was cool to see them like take those characters and really try to put them on the screen with like respect and like uh try to give that to the fans in a more serious manner and i think that's what resonated with everybody and i loved the first trilogy and i still do but the movie I'm going to choose out of all of them, dude, is Logan. I thought that movie was so badass, man, for the same reasons. It was super serious. It followed the same timeline of the X-Men original trilogy that we all love. And, um, you know, just knowing all the terrible things that ended up happening up to that point, he's essentially being poisoned by his own animantium now at this point and slowly dying like a horrible death and seeing Professor X, just his mind not all there and being super senile and knowing that he's essentially like a huge like world ending weapon, essentially, too, if he's having a seizure. So, I mean, it's just a very interesting story. And I thought they did that movie amazingly well, a a great send off for Logan and Hugh Jackman as Logan. Uh, Although it appears he's coming back for one more go at it for Deadpool. So... But yeah, dude, I just thought that was such a great movie. I I think I saw it like three times in the theaters. Uh, yeah, Logan was a really dope movie, man. I love the darker tone. They went with it and seeing that like hell of mutants are getting murdered and taken out and Professor X pretty much killed a ton of them. Uh, just that super dark tone throughout the movie was crazy. But for me, I'm with Fig, man. Days of Future Past. That's my favorite one for sure. That opening fight sequence is one of the dopest action scenes I've still seen in any movie, man. All the fucking X-Men coming together and like battling them off, all just getting taken out one by one by those future Sentinels and then sending Logan backwards to the past and he wakes up. A fucking amazing, man. Yeah, that opening scene to me really felt like like a the, a comic book movie seeing all as you mentioned all of those characters and just really resonated with me because you know we grew up on the x-men animated series so it really felt that way like that movie really felt like a true like x-men comic book movie and that quicksilver scene is still one of the best as you said to this one that scene still really is so fucking good evan peters did such a good job in like how they handle like the slow motion of him being a speedster. I feel like they did a great job of mixing like the seriousness of that movie with a lot of funny scenes as well. And also do just like you said, that Quicksilver scene 
was so fucking ridiculous. Super cool. Yeah, they still go back and I think we'll show that scene in random like social media clips and stuff just by how dope it is. I mean, I just honestly, when I searched X-Men, that popped up and it showed him like the scene where it's like soup or something was in the air and he like tasted it as he was flying by. So funny. And it's like, it happens so fast and they capture that so well, you know, like when they're like, Charles freeze them and he's like, I, I can't. And then all of a sudden it's just like Zoom, when they shoot. Yeah, it was like one explosion that's just <laughs> in a split second. And then when it does go back to real time, everything that he moved and the bullets are just like doom instantly, like mm-hmm. pretty cool. Dude, then you think they can't top it, but then they do it again when the mansion is exploding and what is that, apocalypse? And he has to go through and oh, see yeah. every single person. It's another badass speedster scene. Well, I guess that leaves my choice, and mine is by far the best one, X-Men Last Stand. (laughs) Right, that one is garbage. Uh, I'm pretty sure people just don't even admit that it's part of the timeline. Um, If I did have to choose one, it's really tough because my favorite scene is from first class when they go back in time at the bar and uh, you got a fast bender. Uh, you got Fastbender, uh, I guess not not really back in time, but Fastbender uh, taking on those Nazis. And that's oh, yeah. a really cool part. Very inglorious bastards. But uh, yeah, I guess I didn't consider Logan to be part of this, but uh, without doubt, it's Logan. Yeah, Dude, I would Logan's say, the shit. Yeah, I would say Logan is a comic book movie worthy of being like Oscar, like, nominated. I, I'm not sure if it, if it was. I don't believe it was. But I mean, a lot of times comic book movies don't get that kind of nod, but I feel like Logan truly could have been. And something, you know, with Logan, it was a a rated R movie, which I think if all the X-Men movies were rated R, I feel like just that bit of campiness, which is, it worked in its favor for the early 2000s. But if it was, if they were rated R, I feel like they would have definitely been a leveled up. Just being able to show their mutants, their superpower, if they could really showcase you know, them being mutants and like taking out like Magneto. Could you imagine an R-rated movie with Magneto in it? I feel like that'd be super dope. I'd be the shit. Dude, and that's what was cool about seeing, even though he was aged, Wolverine in that opening scene just fucking really use his claws and seeing the realistic version of it, dude. And you're just like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah. Whereas like against those dudes in the car or something, like he was getting kidnapped by him or yeah, something. Like a, a They're trying to steal his uh, like lug nuts oh, off yeah, of his... Yeah, yeah. Uh, his uh limo he's like a limousine mm-hmm. driver in this yeah really cool and just plays kind of like a neo-western so i just like the the whole vibe of it as well yeah logan arguably probably one of the best if not the best it has a few tearjerker moments in it too man i'm not even gonna oh, lie yeah. like well seeing xavier kind of just become old and 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 lose his mind and just have those those periods of time where he's like dementia for a mutant where when he goes crazy he kind of just like fucks everybody up around him right he has struggle he kind of struggles to control people and freeze him mm -hmm. so it it, it was really cool then he has the realization uh he remembers what he's done and he's talking to what he thinks is wolverine but it's really the clone and the guy just fucking stabs him Mm, and when the real wolverine's like carrying him he's like it wasn't me it wasn't me and you're just like damn dude yeah super (laughs) sad Awesome, awesome talk. Those those X Men movies kind of paved the way for a lot of a lot of future movies that we all enjoy. And speaking of future movies, 
Let's talk about the future of X-Men. Anybody's thoughts? Where do you think it's going to go? Marvel have any good ideas with this shit? I'm curious because when Marvel announced like, you know, the rest of the phases and what they're going to do, X-Men was not part of that. So I don't know if they're keeping it under wraps. I mean, we saw a little bit of it in, I mean, as as we mentioned, Deadpool is, is going to be now in the MCU. Hugh Jackman's coming back, Wolverine. In the, in the latest Doctor Strange movie, we saw Professor X, you know, Patrick Stewart in there. So I'm just, uh, uh, just curious if obviously I wonder if it's going to start in a whole different multiverse and maybe they merge or something of that sort. But one thing is I really hope they have comic book accurate costumes because that's one thing with the original movies. Some of them do kind of in a sense, but it would be kind of interesting to see them being like comic book accurate costumes, right? Hell yeah. That would be really cool to see. And something else that I don't think is going to happen, but I would really love to see is them bring bringing out different mutants, like not all the movies we've had are following the same group of core mutants, but there's so many different X-Men series that are very popular that follow like different groups of mutants. Like my favorite one ever is Generation X, who has that mutant chamber I was talking about earlier. To see them do, I mean, not particularly that storyline, but any offbeat storyline like that with a bunch of cast of new mutants, I think would be super cool to see. But well, I hell yeah. Well, I'm I'm listening to this podcast called uh, Marvel Wastelanders, and one of the chapters was on Wolverine as he was older, and it was similar to the other ones that there was a like Professor X's arch nemesis. I forget, of course, his name, but he was basically a telepath that he didn't have a body. He had to put himself into somebody else's body, and he unfortunately put himself into Wolverine's body and tricked Wolverine into thinking that all the people, all the X Men, were actually villains, and he ended up killing like Scott Summers and Jean Grey thinking it was Doc Ock and all that. So it'd be it'd be really cool to see a character like that. But kind of going backwards a little bit, what did who watched Miss Marvel here? Or or Fig, you watched the last episode because you said there was a potential potential uh mutant uh giveaway. Giveaway, <laughs> but I know, you know, I know you maybe we didn't watch Miss Marvel, but at yeah. the end of it was there something? At the end, uh, Fig watched the whole series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is one I didn't catch. Um, but yeah, just that end scene, she she mentions that she is a mutant. And then also uh, in the Wakanda Forever, Namor mentions that he's also a mutant. So okay. I don't know if that's going to come into play. And I, and I kind of foresee them maybe, as I mentioned earlier, like being in a separate multiverse. Because I would rather see an established, an established team. You know, I don't want to see origin stories. Yeah. I mean, as you said, Chris, or, or if they do do that, something completely new that we haven't seen and yeah. not the same beat for beat of, you know, superheroes we see. I mean, I would still love to see the, the original ones, but yeah, I, I'd rather see them being around for a while and maybe they were, you know, in another multiverse, they've been around for like a decade or so. So there's teams already established and not have to like do a whole origin story again. Cause I feel like people at this point just don't want that anymore. Yeah. Right? They've left it wide open too, dude, to where, especially with the last Spider-Man movie where they were showing like, and bringing the other Spider-Man in and showing all the other alternate realities kind of cracking and coming in. It's like they've shown that this is possible now. Uh, the the Professor X tease, and it was cool that he came riding in on the classic, uh, you know, floating chair with a little yeah, riff in the background. So they're giving us that nod, and I feel like they're Kevin Feige and them are playing it really like close, uh, you know, because. 
I feel like they were riding high for so long and they have kind of hit that staleness. And, you know, it's, it's, I feel like we can all agree it's kind of due to just overflowing with too much content at once and trying to like milk it. And it's like, if they just really put quality time into these characters and like how they built the MCU up to get it to, you know, this point, I think it'll be fine. But I think that's what they're so afraid of with pulling the trigger on the X-Men and how I, I, you know, it's got to be strategic, but I'd hopefully, I don't think there's going to be an origin story like you were saying i think they'll just fucking bring him in from another you know dimension or universe and then also to your point i i know like uh they just recently were able to start using the term mutant now in the disney mcu because it was copyrighted i think to sony or to fox or sorry to fox in their universe so it's the re- if they dropped that in the last movie then that's got to be some little nugget towards it dude yeah the only other things like you guys are alluding to my fears that this is going to be like disney's version of of the X-Men, which I'm increasingly like uninterested in Disney's version of the Marvel universe. So I hope if, like Fig's saying, maybe the X-Men will be in their own universe at first and maybe they'll give it a different feel to it. Because if they do the X-Men with this like shoehorned in humor and shit like they do all these Marvel movies, I'm honestly, I don't see myself getting super excited for it. Yeah, honestly, I have zero interest in any future X-Men projects, especially you now guys... that DC and Marvel has taken over. I mean, you're not going to get anything fresh with that. Do you guys think that Death uh... Deadpool will suffer at all from any of this? Or do you think that they're still going to allow that crew of people just to run with what they want to do? I think with how established that is, and it's like the third movie or something now, I don't think they're going to switch gears. I I almost think that maybe why Hugh Jackman might have signed on, because he could do something like more adult and like have fun with it more so than he has with the roles before. Yeah, I'm curious to see. That might be that moment where maybe they cross and uh, maybe do their own thing. I know Deadpool referenced X-Men. They went to the the, the Institute or whatever when it showed the two people. Not a lot. I don't even know the names of the two X-Men. It was like the really strong guy and that girl, but really excited to see. I did see like they were Marvel timeline, but it was like spanning 2023 till t- 2025. So potentially, I mean, it might be a couple of years before we, we even see anything, but I, I don't know. I don't know. That was Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Thank you. Let's put some respect. <laughs> I'm the worst with names. Yeah. If they could do a... I just, like I said, make it rated R, you know, fucking Disney, make that shit rated R. Your fans are adults, you know, they're not little fucking kids wanting to see X-Men. If they are, then if their parents are cool, let them see a rated R movie. If not, sorry, kids, you can uh, wait 10 years to see that shit because X-Men needs to be dark tone. And as you said, Chris, not this, not the campy, funny, ha ha shit. Like, no, it's like make the X-Men be brutal, make them dark, you know, storylines and just make it gritty. And I feel like it'd be so much better than, you know, what it was in the last couple years. I mean, I've always felt like if X-Men was a true storyline and the humans really started acting like that against them, I always felt like the X-Men truly would just rise up against humanity. Right. I mean, how many, I I don't know. I don't know how many outweigh like, I mean, cause there's, there was like a split faction off of like good and bad in between them, but it's like, and I get it. And that's why, Racist good... too, you know, like people were like yeah. mutants, like we're, they're <laughs> yeah. not, they're not us, you know, it was like, and, and naturally Their own family like, members fuck, and stuff man? too, being yeah, like, get yeah, out exactly. of this family. <laughs> so it was very much like, they, I mean, I would be pissed too. If they're like, we don't like your kind. You're like, what? Like, you know, I'll I you can, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I can turn you all into fire when I snap my fingers. Right. right? <laughs> but maybe they'll do, since they're doing a cartoon, which is Disney. I don't know if it's coming out on Hulu or something. I don't know. I heard that randomly, but they're going to do reboot the cartoon that's where they could keep 
it comic-y, lighthearted, nice. And if then they're going to do that, they make the movies. I mean, give us give us some give us some gore. Yeah, they're saying that cartoon's going to be a ten- continuation of the original series. So that I am excited for just mm-hmm. for the pure nostalgia factor and listening to that banging opening intro. Hell yeah. Dude, same here. I'm super excited for that. Hopefully they just pick up right where they left off on the storyline. I, I don't even know where that is. I, I think it's available to watch on fucking Disney Plus right now. Oh, really? Um, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I got a little X-Men trivia game for you. This is some movie questions and some comic questions. So we'll see how much you guys actually know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do the style where I ask one of you guys. And if uh, you don't get it, then it is up for grabs for the rest. So start off with an easy one for you, Dave. Gauge where you really are with X-Men knowledge. Who cool. is Quicksilver's father in the movie universe? Quicksilver. Quicksilver, the speedy Damn. guy that we were all talking about. He's got a dad, man. I know who Quicksilver oh, is, and I feel like his dad is like... Who's his dad? Somebody pretty power. Oh, Quicksilver. Yeah. I was thinking the Silver Surfer. Um, <laughs> Quick, In my head. Quicksilver's dad is uh, Magneto. Oh, okay. Damn. Silver Surfer's dad was... would be like an alien. Yeah. I thought it was like Galactus <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah I, I guess it would be. Galactus gave him his powers. So. Dude, oh, I don't know if I was uh, having X, uh, Professor X powers right now, but I knew that's what you were thinking, Dave. I was like, this I was thrown off so bad. I was like, he, he's totally thinking Silver Surfer right I, now. I really thought I got him. I was like, fuck yeah, I got Dave with this one. Damn. You know? All right, Fig, I'm going to hit you with a bit of a harder one. Uh, in the first X-Men movie, Stan Lee has a cameo like he always does. What was he? Ooh. Dang, this one's hard. I'm trying to think in of the my first mind X-Men? right now. I know. I wish I would have revisit that one and not The Last Stand. Oh, can you tell <laughs> me his cameo in Last Stand? In The Last Stand, he the the scene we were just uh, talking about, or maybe we were talking about it off pod, but where Jean Grey is killing Professor X. He's outside watering his grass and the water starts getting like floated up. He's like yes. one of the neighbors. It's a classic for, one. But for, the, for the first movie, I think you, uh, I think got me stumped, man. I don't know. Anybody else? Is he at the bar? I say, is he the bartender? He is not. He is a hot dog vendor. Oh, that oh. Was a yeah, yes. that's yeah. right. I think that's It rhymes with bartender. So, <laughs> hot dog <laughs> vendor? You think was, yeah, that was, one of, guess uh, that was that one of the first stand cameos in a Marvel movie. Uh, yes, I believe it might have been the first one. Nice, dude. Uh, don't quote wow. me on that, though. Yeah. The I would say, depending on which one came out first, either Spider-Man with Toby. I know mm, he had a cameo true, true. in that, but they were right at the same time. Okay. But yeah, one of the first couple. All right, this next one's going to be for you, Big Al. Who in the X-Men movie universe is considered to be the first person ever born with the mutant gene? Oh, bro. First mutant ever born with a mutant gene. I feel like you know this, man. I want to say, I want to say Magneto, but I feel like it's got to be way before it. Magneto, obviously. It was think about that apocalypse. That was it, it was apocalypse, apocalypse dude? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's so yeah. funny. I, I was thinking his name was Apocalypto <laughs> in my head, dude. Mel Gibson movie. Give it, give it. <laughs> All right. This one is for you, Steve. You're really good with actors, so I have faith that you can do this. Uh Magneto is played by four actors, different actors throughout the films. Can you name one of them that isn't uh, you know, Michael Fassbender or or what's his name? Ian McKellen. Ian yeah, McKellen. McKellen. Can you sure. name or, one of the other two? Or Sir. Gandalf. You can't. <laughs> Michael Fassbender or, or Gandalf. Gandalf. Well, I had no idea there was uh, four actors. I couldn't <laughs> think of those two. 
They I don't uh, know. I don't know him either. Dude. Portrayed young Magneto. I can't even think no. of a young anybody else like kid actor yeah. right now. I'm trying to blame. It is is it like like someone we would know that like happened to like be like a cameo back then and, and oh is it uh timothy I, chalamet how do i had <laughs> i made this trivia i could answer that question but what's, I, uh, I don't what's know. the scene <laughs> it just says one of them's from x-men first class and apocalypse and the other one's from the original x-men they played young magneto I mean, I know the scene where where Steve, you could have the... just thrown out an actor's <laughs> name. Yeah, Billy Parker. It is Bill Milner and Brett Morris. Oh, oh the first name, right? Yeah. You should. Uh, we're we're gonna give you a point for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one's gonna be for you, Fig. You might have a little bit more comic knowledge. So in X-Men oh. Days of Future Past in the comic. It is not Wolverine who's sent back in time. Do you know which mutant it is? Ooh, I wish I could live up to your statement there. Um, I am going to guess, is it Cable? No. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yes, sir. I don't know the answer. I just want to guess. But is it, um, fuck, why am I, uh, is it Jubilee? Is that her name? Or not Jubilee, but the girl who can absorb the fucking powers. Rogue? Is that her name? Rogue, yeah. No, sir. Damn. Jubilee. <laughs> she's from the fucking... There is Jubilee. <laughs> she's from the the animated show. Oh, she's the I girl thought, who like, shoots oh, okay. like fireworks out of All her. Right. I was like, that has to, because I was like, I've never heard that. I feel like... Oh, I, I feel like they're... I mean, I, just from what I'm going based off of from the, the animated series, he's a big buff guy. I forget his name. No? Okay. I don't know. Loba? <laughs> It is actually Kitty Pride who sends him back in time oh. in the movie. I think it kind of twists the story up a little bit for oh, us. Oh, so. okay. She's who also is the one that? who has to go Who back. is that? Who's She's Kitty the one Pride? who's like doing the thing to his head and... Is that actually oh, Ellen Page's character? Yes. Yeah. Page's character. She's the one Page's that can go through... She can, she can go through, through walls. Yeah. Okay, so that makes a little bit of sense then. She can kind of Elliot make Page. it with her power. Oh, yeah. Elliot mm-hmm. Page. Mm-hmm. Forgot. All right, Alex, this one's coming to you. In the comics and in the movie, Scott Summers has two mutant brothers. Can you name one of them? Their name or their mutant name? I'll take either one. Dude, I was going to say Cable, but Cable is his son, right? I believe so. Yes. Who then travels to the future. Scott Summers has two mutant brothers. Yes, sir. One of them was in uh, First Class. Is it the freeze oh, guy? Yeah. The frozen? Mr. F- the freeze dude? No. You're about to say Mr. Yeah, freeze? Mr. Freeze. Iceman? Iceman. I know his I know his first name, the character. I don't remember his X-Men name. Um, dude, I that's a great question. His I first name, know. I believe, is your first name. Is it Alex? It is. Oh, wow. Alex, always known as Havoc, and there's Havoc. also Gabriel, who is Vulcan. Oh, oh man. Okay. nice. I did not know he that. He was not featured in the movies, only in the comics. I got that from him. All righty. Uh, we got one more coming to you, Steve. In the classic X-Men arcade game that we have all jammed on, there's six playable characters. Can you give me... How many of them can you give me? Let's see. Uh, Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rogue. I think you can play as her. I don't know. She flies by sometimes. Negative. If you can get four of them, I'll give you She points. does fly by sometimes. She's got a point. <laughs> Nightcrawler is one of them. Uh, Wolverine. Yes. Storm. Yes. Beast. No. <laughs> I don't remember. One more. Cyclops. 
Yes, sir. Oh, Cyclops, Cyclops is in there. It's I was trying to like meme that, dude. Colossus. I'm sorry, Colossus and Dazzler were the other two that were featured. Oh, my favorite X Men, the Dazzler, Dazzler he, and Jubilee. You need a jean jacket, bedazzled, <laughs> called the Dazzler. Yeah, I got those. Uh, what are those jeans? Yeah, what did Rogue do in that game? Just I remember sometimes she'd just go by the top of the screen. I feel like she'd kind of say something or maybe she'd like, I don't know, but you're right. She would fly by. You know what I was thinking is what did Rogue do in the movies? She didn't, she didn't, uh, you know. Dude, she was a dramatic. Her, her character was like the most like dropped ball when it came to powers, I feel like. Because the first movie was based around them using her for her ability to try to make everybody into a mutant. And then besides that, it was her not not wanting to be a mutant because all she could do was hurt people. Like if she touched mm. regular people, she hurt them. And if she touched mutants, she hurt them. And yeah, because yeah, so in, in the comic books and animated series, she stills Captain Marvel's powers, which mm-hmm. why she become powerful. But I was watching X-Men Last Stand and they're like doing the simulator of like battling. I'm like, what does she do? Just like hides and like it's, it's a they're fighting against the mm-hmm. Sentinels. It's like you're not going to Sentinels. You just there for moral support. I'm like, what did she do? Yeah, there's not like a moment where I think she like came up and then like touched somebody, but it's just like, but she had to get close enough. She to even could, do that. and it was like she could absorb their power, but she never really used that to her advantage either. You know, other than healing herself. Well, because she Wolverine healed herself. Like, her. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, we're getting a little off the rails. But we still need to clear a goddamn winner to this game. Points are all over the place, so I'm going to do one of my classic number games questions, and we'll see whoever gets closest. (laughs) X-Men comics, man, they've been around since 1963. How many issues estimated to have been sold worldwide since 1963 until 2019 when I got this number? I'm going to say cool 15 million copies. I'm going to bump that number up a bit and say 30 million Let's keep bumping that number up and say <laughs> 60 million. <laughs> no we'll pressure, say, but at least with 130 million. Hey, thank you for putting some respect on the X-Men's <laughs> name, Steve. You bastards. It is 260 million issues. Well, I don't know what's funny. I don't I know what episode bar. it was where we had to guess like numbers like that. But I think Steve was always pretty close. And the rest of us were like outrageously off. There's some more. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was like the, the pizza episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I, I have no frame of reference of what is a lot and what's not. I'm like, when Alex said million, and I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, keep, keep your poker face, Chris, because that is a bad answer. <laughs> it's like it's I'm like, stepping it up. I'm like, 100 million, 100, like 30. 200, yeah, 30 million. <laughs> 1 million slot. comics. Yeah. And then right. I was afraid to jump too high, so I just went up like modestly another 30 million. I was like, 60. <laughs> well, you, you weren't confident in your knowledge, man, but you did have the most respect for them, so you win. Uh, that was another great little trivia game, guys. Thank you for indulging me. But I think we're going with our always classic one has to go next. What you gonna pick? Don't pick no stupid shit. Because one has to go. All right, guys, since we didn't really get to talk about our favorite moments from these movies, how about we use that for our first one has to go? So we'll just throw out our favorite moment from any of the X-Men movies. Right on. Cool. Sounds good to me. So I'll kick it off. I think mine would probably be from X-Men 2 with the opening scene of 
our first glimpse of Nightcrawler going through the White House and just seeing his this teleportation and to this day, I mean, the visual effect still stands out and just watching him mid stride of a kick or something, that tail whipping that gun. Uh, super cool. Very cool to see. Yeah, man. Agreed. You took mine, but luckily I did have a second favorite or maybe a, a favorite tied for that, but it's also from X2 is uh, the scene where the mansion is getting um, a bunch of SWAT teams coming in, going to the house and Wolverine wakes up. And this is where we really see Hugh Jackman showcasing his Wolverine abilities and just tearing up all of these SWAT members who are trying to, they're essentially trying to capture the kids and take them not hostage but you know imprison them and wolverine is just having a field day um hugh jackman just showing that intensity and just getting lit up with bullets but as we know wolverine can withstand that and just been one of my favorite scenes and really just made hugh jackman stand out as a uh, wolverine as a character so i'll go with that one Man, those were both good scenes, guys, but I'm going with what I said earlier. The opening battle to Days of Future Past is just so badass in the future where all hope is lost. Remaining mutants link up and try to battle off these Sentinels and get just enough time to send old Wolverine back to save the day. So I could watch it over and over, man. It's sick. Nice. Um, I'm going to go with X-Men Last Stand, I believe, and I brought it up already, but the scene where they are in... I believe Jean Grey's house or somebody's house and Professor X is trying to kind of bring her back to reality and takes a horrible turn because Magneto shows up. He's actually there to kind of recruit her, but shit takes a turn and Magneto kind of starts it. He gets her pissed off and uh, Jean Grey fucking kills Professor X, but just the whole scene of just lifting him up slowly just ripping him apart everything goes crazy and all the part has stanley watering and the water starts going up i mean just the whole scene around it was so dramatic and then unfortunately it just ended horribly sad and killing our man professor x so that'll be my scene for sure good pick i'm gonna say um a scene from logan dude but it's gonna be that scene where his daughter quote unquote uh, is kind of introduced with her powers and they go in to get her and Logan and Professor X are already out with all of these, uh, I, I guess not really soldiers, but uh, mercenaries, I guess, you know, and the little girl just rolls out the head of one of the guys and then you just see her come out and that entire sequence of like Wolverine or Logan, like being like, holy fuck, who is this? And like, obviously she has my powers and the little girl is just like fucking crazy, dude. And her yeah. with Logan in that fight scene and then getting away with that very, you know, like anti-climatic uh, scene with the train and they barely make it. It was just like very, it was a, a very fun scene and very violent too. So I'm going to throw that one out there. Nice, nice. All right, dudes. We don't want to do it, but we have to do it. <laughs> That's hard, dude. One has to go. I want to be that guy really quick and say, other Chris, what was your scene you, you picked? Oh, uh, the Days of Future Past opening. Oh, shit. Opening battle. Um, I'm a man. I'm having a hard time remembering that scene, my dude. And I don't know how else to choose one right now, but yeah. I have to go with the other Chris. And I'm going to have to re rewatch that, dude, because I believe you 100%. Mm. I'm so sorry. Mm. Well, I'm going to go out or I'll just jump out right here and just say, I'm not a nightcrawler boy like uh, more than half of this pod is. So, Steve, I'm sorry, but what's got to go? <laughs> Come on now. You didn't like the movie Jumper? 
<laughs> hey, that's that's a whole conversation for another time, my man. <laughs> Star Theater himself. Well, I am a night crawler kind of guy. And Dave, though I do like that scene, I thought you were going to pick the scene where he's running through the woods and kind of similar to the scene I picked. I thought you're going that way. Me but too, too. I think uh, compared to the rest, how, how iconic they are. And that's such a dope scene, too, because that little girl did such a great job with really not seeing anything just kind of grunting and using emotions but just uh against the rest i would say i'd have to choose that scene um for the record the other chris i do remember that scene now dude and it is um. pretty, pretty dope <laughs> did um, you I look it up on youtube no <laughs> i do not remember that scene. i remember it now because it was it was the end you know dude, of the movie in a it's sense very it's very um it's like their last stand they're being like killed oh off yeah by these they're, like, we need they're to, opening like a portal here and a portal they need to, yeah, yeah dude and it's they very much feels like uh it feels yeah. like the very close like chris said to the comic and also like the uh the animated series almost to me too like it's just yeah, yeah those those robots yeah. that basically could sense whatever power the x-men had and could stop it completely yeah well, uh I hate I hate to be that guy, Al, but I don't really remember last time. I haven't seen it so long that it's only fair. You know? You heard <laughs> it's only fair. For these scenes being our favorite, uh horribly sad is probably not one I would choose. And Alex, yours, as you said, was horribly sad. Mm -hmm. um, also, that True. just threw off the whole entire like timeline for f future movies. And Last Stand is just uh, one that is pretty looked down upon in the uh, franchise. It settles it, bros. So, <laughs> out wait, here. Well, Last Stand, this is your last time to be on the island because you're getting shipped off. Whatever. <laughs> that was the perfect time for you to say, well, Last Stand. This is your last stand. That was, a little, that was a little too on the nose, man. That was a little too on the nose. <laughs> All right, guys, we've been talking about the X-Men coming into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so I've got one for you. So their versions in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who would you vote off the island? Spider-Man, Iron Man, or Captain America? One of y'all's got to go. I'll start it off, dude, and I'm just going to throw Spider-Man out there, dude. <laughs> out of all of them for, like, the the character arcs and stuff within the MCU, I feel like Captain America is pretty... I've always enjoyed his from the first movie all the way through and his character and, like, uh, what he felt was right and wrong in the end and following that. And then Iron Man for those same reasons as well, and they kind of, like, went hand-in-hand hand with each other. And then Spider-Man, I almost feel like I like... Both of the other Spider-Man timelines and adaptations better than the MCU version, personally, you know, not hating on it because I've seen all the movies and I enjoyed them. But just comparative to the other Spider-Man film franchises, it's not my favorite. So that's why it just kind of hinders me in my answer. Ooh, for me, I think it's going to be Captain America because I'm going to think about who I'd want to hang out with in these MCUs. He doesn't, he doesn't seem like he'd be fun to bring to a party. You know what I mean? Uh, me and me and Spider-Man, we could build Legos together. He had a Death Star in one of the movies. That's pretty sick. And Iron Man definitely likes to party. So goodbye, Captain. I definitely um, am agreeing with the other Chris on this. I feel like Iron Man is so monumental in the marvel universe as far as just his his reach and how many people he's helped yeah you could say that about captain america too but spider-man no joke gotta keep spider-man he's been in i think the marvel universe the longest out of any of these ones and iron man is just super badass if i had to let one go so i actually do like tom holland as spider-man but i feel like for the movie universe 
as we were mentioning, the other two Spider-Man, I feel like just were, I guess just fleshed out better because the movies were specifically on them. Even though I do like the Spider-Man in the MCU, I feel like Captain America and Iron Man, you just can't get rid of them. Like they were just the staple and the glue, which, you know, maybe the glue was uh, coming undone because this uh, last phase wasn't so hot. So though I like them, I'm going to go with uh, Spider-Man for the MCU be voted off. Oh, it's two. Your answer shocked me, Fig. <laughs> That's how I feel about it too, though, man. I mean, Fig articulated it a little better than I did, but... What a twist. I, I am not a Tom Holland Spider-Man fan. So, unfortunately, yeah, he's definitely got to go as well. Um, and it's just so hard, like, because, like, Captain America, you get these guys are, like, taking on Nazis and making a real difference, and Iron Man fighting the terrorists and Spider-Man, you know, carjackers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, fine. Yeah. Yeah, wait, I mean, it's Spider-Man. Mysterio, come on. They kept, it, a... they kept Spider-Man in his own little safety bubble in the MCU, you know? Especially uh, even under, Mysterio like, Mysterio was Stark. kind of I a mean, lame character. In the, he did in the go movie. to space to fight Thanos, you know, with them. He was <laughs> true, there. True. He was there. He told him not to come, all right? <laughs> I think Mysterio's character was, like, a dumb villain. Like, he was, it was, it, I like, I love Mysterio, but at the same time, it was like, what was he doing? He was just, like, a special effects, effects wizard trying to, fuck shit up well that's who mysterio is as a character yeah exactly spider-man you can swing your way onto the boat and get the fuck off our island bro see you later tom holland all right fellas well that was some uh great one has to go and a great x-man pod but on that note till next time later days my friends see you later friends <laughs>